Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Siri. And it's week 15. We're here to talk about a Panthers home game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're in the hunt. <laughs> a rare home game against an AFC opponent. Uh, I don't know. Do we have one every year? Like a home game against an AFC opponent? Yeah, we have to because you play one AFC division every every uh, year. True. So I guess we and have it's two, two and games. two. I would assume. I, I assume they're not going to make somebody go away. That's still pretty rare, though. Like it's only two times a year. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, so, I'm going to stick by that. A rare home game against an AFC opponent, and an even rarer game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that we have not played a ton in our history, although we do play them every year, at least we did it one time, every year in the preseason. And we've had so many connections to the Pittsburgh Steelers through yeah. <clears throat> uh, the ownership. Jerry Richardson yeah. loved the Steelers. He tried to emulate the way the Steelers you know, mm-hmm. ran their franchise here in Carolina when he got here. And now David Tepper was part owner of the Steelers before. So, yeah, I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of friendly faces in the very high, if you're there, congratulations on being a one percenter uh, boxes. (laughs) Um, I would imagine there's a lot of Steelers fans that are going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, Welcome for the one week you're going to be listening to this. Um, Yeah. I know several Steelers fans that are friends of mine, and uh, Charlotte is a big kind of transplant city for yeah. Pittsburgh. I mean, we'll see. You know, we're, we're going to talk about it here in a few minutes, but uh, Panthers coaching staff ownership is trying to make a point to get Panthers fans in the stands this week because historically, there's a lot of terrible towels. In Bank of America Stadium, oh, whenever is. the Pittsburgh Steelers come to town. My brother reached out to me to ask to look on the Roaring Riot to see if there's any tickets for the ticket exchange. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. And we looked uh, further, and just regular tickets, 300 bucks for you know upper decks. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's a sellout. The Panthers are now playing well, so a lot of people want to go to the game for the Panthers. And Pittsburgh travels really well. And they like do. you said, if if... If you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you live here in the Queen City, you get to see them once every, you know, yes, preseason, but, you know, once real time every four years. So I I get it. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I got I got a friend that uh, actually, you know, uh, yeah. who's a big Steelers fan who asked me if I wanted to go to the game with him. And unfortunately, I have prior obligations, uh, but it would have been fun. Would have been fun yeah. to go and watch his entire face and demeanor and attitude just crumble <laughs> as the Panthers just destroy the Steelers. That's what we're hoping happens anyway. But uh, we're going to get into the game preview. We're going to talk about uh, some PFF scores from last week. But first, we're going to get to the news. Jerry, take it away. All right. Starting it off with some good news. Eddie Panera won the NSC Special Teams Player of the Year. Congratulations, Eddie Panera. Player of Besides the week. That... Player of the Player week, of the sorry. Week. I, I, I mistyped that. I got excited, but I mean, for a guy that half the fans wanted him out of here after one bad game, he's, that's the only bad game I would say he's had. Knock on wood. I am knocking. It on was wood. a, it was a pretty bad one though. I mean, yeah, that, it, that, it caught, that's it was the a game. game. That's the reason why we're not in first place right now. It really is. I that, mean, that game, I mean, <sighs> it's not the only reason, but you can point to that game as the one that the Panthers had the, 
The, the Cleveland Browns yeah. and Atlanta Falcons game, yeah, both, both, of yeah. both of those losses, I mean, detrimental. I mean, as but yeah. the only good thing about the Cleveland Browns game is you never know if he would have won that. Matt Rule may have stayed here a little bit longer. So, yeah. True, true. <laughs> well, either way, uh, congrats to Eddie P. Honestly, he's been a great signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even counting the game missed, a couple of game missed kicks. Um, to lose Zane in the preseason and then to sign Eddie, who's been lights out, except oh, he's for got that him. one game, he's been lights out. I, he's got himself a job next year. Yeah, I don't for sure. whether it's here or somebody else, someone else will pick him up because this year he he's looked like a solid kicker, except for that one game. I mean, yeah, I mean, game on the line. We'll see. He's going to have more opportunities, I would think, going down the stretch here to have big kicks. So we'll see if he can make them. But uh, I like Eddie, and uh, and I'm, I hope that he does catch on somewhere. I think Zane is probably our guy moving forward. I do too. But uh, I like Eddie P. Uh, next little piece of news here, and we'll talk about it. Talk about it again during the injury report sec- section. But it feels like big news. DJ Moore had his MRI; it was negative, and he was at full practice today, full practice participant. So, big sigh of relief there. I know Panthers yeah. fans, after hearing you know the news after the game that he was going to have an MRI, and uh, I know me personally, I was like, oh my god, like if he's out, the passing game is done. Like you know. Well, I- and- I don't know if it would have been dumb, but it's definitely a huge... I mean, DJ Moore is a is a true number one, people. Like, his stats this year have not looked that great. Mm-hmm. You got to think, man. All not the, his fault. Every, everything that's going on. This guy has been an 1,100, 1,200-yard receiver every year with horrible quarterback play. Wait till yeah. we get a good qu- quarterback and a good offensive-minded coach. I want to see what he can do. And, and even when even when he's not catching passes, he's drawing coverage. He's blocking. Yes. He's, you know, he's a very good decoy, honestly, when he's not, you know, the main pass catcher. So when I say the passing game is done, that's kind of what I mean. Like, yeah, he hasn't been carrying the team offensively like he has in past years. But he is a super important to, to the yeah. pass. I mean, he's the most important player on the offense Certainly wide receiver-wise, I would put him right up there with Foreman in terms of importance. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. Just because of the simple fact of what you said about being a deterrent. Like, mm-hmm. there's a, look at Brian Burns, how we've said, you know, he struggled early on, but he has no one opposite of him. They're doubling him on pa- mm-hmm. obvious passing downs. They, they are watching him. They know where he's at because he's the only main, th- well, frankly, Lou is a threat, but... The big threat Frankie Lou was of a, a massive threat. Mm, <laughs> Frankie Lou, linebacker of the year. For this team, definitely. <laughs> I voted him for the Pro Bowl. By the way, Pro Bowl voting's opening. So Yeah, vote for go. vote for the Pro Bowl. I mean, Hecker for sure, like I think probably a shoe in, but I think Frankie deserves it. He's been great. I, I voted I voted for Frankie, Derek, Brian Burns. I don't Derek vote Brown, for yeah. every Panther. But I do try to vote for the guys I think. I voted for Icky, even though he's probably not the top-tier left tackle. But I feel like I want to give him some love and get him some When's the last time we got to vote for a left tackle for Pro Bowl? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) He's been good. Icky's been good. And he's only going to get better. So, Uh, Well, let's see how good he was because we're going to look at... Actually, I I, I want to hold off. I I didn't put this in our 
breakdown. Uh -oh, this is my surprise. So Steve Wilkes is now on the verge of good taking this team to the playoffs. And there's rumors that the Panthers brass is looking at former head coaches as the next head coach. Mm -hmm. Leslie Frazier, Sean Payton, and uh, another co coach. Uh, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Out there. Yeah, supposedly are high on the ranks. Man, if we're going to go with an old head coach, especially a defensive guy, I, I don't understand why you would not go Steve Wilkes unless he loses the next four games. It just it boggles my mind. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. I think Steve Wilkes, up to this point, has proven that he is a good head coach. Uh, mm -hmm. He's turned this team around. They were 1-4 when he took over. They lost... You know, the game that he took over, you know, which he had a couple of days to prepare, honestly. Um, he lost the San Francisco game, got blown out by Cincinnati, but everything else has been wins, I think, right? Uh, he, this Baltimore team has game. an identity. Yeah. This team has an identity. It. I was doing the break, the key plays of the game or key things of the game, and I was like, execute your game plan that is every week. That that was like I was like I don't even see like something else besides run the ball, play great defense, attack the quarterback. I mean, as weird as that sounds, that's yeah, that's the identity of this team, and it that's the identity that wins games. And he didn't get a fair shake in Arizona. We we said that yes. at the beginning of the year. Yep. What the team has bought in, the fans have mm -hmm. bought in. He's resurrected. A season that you and I, week six, were looking at draft order of possible quarterbacks. We were literally, I was looking at draft quarterbacks sure. and looking at pros and cons and looking at some tape on them. I mean, we now were assuming saying, that we were going to have a top five pick. Now, right? now I'm sitting here going, Let, let's make the playoffs. Let's look let's at playoff matchups. <laughs> yeah. Like, we may make we, our seven and nine team that made the playoffs won a playoff game. I think this team could do the same because running the ball, good defense, can win you playoff games. Mm -hmm. So the only caveat or the only hesitation, I guess, I would have would be: Do is Steve Wilkes? Does Steve Wilkes look so good because Matt Rule was so bad? Right? Matt, Steve Wilkes still four and five as a head. I coach. I. I Okay. There there have been He's some still stinkers. Four or five. There have been some stinkers in his you know, nine games that he's he's taken over. There have been some very high points. I mean honestly. Uh but are we saying this because we've had this two and a half years of just awfulness and a, a bad final year for Ron Rivera, and this is the first hope we've had in three and a half years. Four years. That's like a, is, that's a legitimate question. Yeah, I, I and I don't necessarily I, believe I, I, that. I, I, I'm just throwing it out there because I do like Steve Wilkes, and at this point, I'd be very happy to have him as as the head coach moving forward. But I think it's something to consider. No, no, I like I said, that's a very valid question. It's a very real question. I personally, I, I would, if I was Tepper, I'd bring him in. I'd be like, "What's your plan for the coaching staff?" Mm-hmm. If you get the job, what's your plan? <laughs> how do, how do we improve from where we're at at 
say seven and nine, whatever mm. seven and you know eight and nine or whatever that the record will be. Obviously, he has to win, in my opinion, at least two games to have a real consideration for this job, uh, the next four. And because I don't think Ben McAdoo, you could bring back Ben McAdoo. His play calling is just so vanilla, so repetitive that you you want something new. I mean, I, I like running the ball. I mean, yeah. you listen back to week one, two, three, four. I'm like, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But you need to set up for some deep passes. And he doesn't seem to scheme for receivers to get open downfield. Granted, yeah. our quarterback play has not been the best. But uh, our, our quarterback play has been terrible. I mean, the last couple it, it, of games with Sam Darnold have been okay. PJ was okay. Baker was awful here. PJ mm-hmm. even had, a, I mean, PJ had like a, one good game pretty much, and everything else was either average or actively bad. Um, so, again, I, 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 I think Steve Wilkes has done a really good job with the hand he's been dealt. I think he's done an excellent job with the hand he's been dealt. Uh, I would imagine that he would want to pick his own staff. Yeah. Because outside of Al Holcomb, who I believe he was, uh, he took what to uh, Arizona with him as well. I would imagine mm-hmm. Al Holcomb would probably be in the picture for defensive coordinator. Uh, and Al Holcomb has done a good job. I think the defense is playing very well. Um, I, yeah. I mean, it, they're going to have to hire, they're going to have to at least interview two minority Outside of the organization candidates, mm-hmm. right? You would imagine that the San Francisco deal, defensive coordinator is going to be one. D'Amico and D'Amico, supposedly yeah. Marvin Lewis is in there oh or Leslie Frazier. I hope not. Yeah, I, Marvin Lewis. <laughs> I, I will say all the retread co- coaches could go ahead and take a hike. I don't think Sean Payton's a realistic expectation here. Not You're going to have to trade what you'd for. Have to give up. Yeah, yeah, and Saints aren't going to give up him. For Saints me. are going to want to murder us to to it, take him yeah they would prefer to go to the texans or supposedly the chargers have interest in him and yeah. trade with them because they don't want to do it in our division and that I, if i was them i would do the same thing right yeah I, it's a good question and um you know you and i were going to do a we were going to do a whole podcast about coaches and you know, then we started winning, I think, and I got the flu, and I got yeah, cold. Yeah, it, it, it kind of <laughs> feels like the podcast would just be talking about Steve Wilkes and <laughs> why we yeah. think he's probably... Like, we talk he's, about all these guys, and then just come back to, around to... Well, Steve Wilkes is kind of earning it. I mean, and that's what you want. Like, what better interview could you do than have, you know, 13 weeks to be the head coach? Yeah. 14 weeks, whatever it is. And, and he's turned around, I mean, three out of four. I mean... Yeah. Yes, overall he has a losing record here in Carolina, yeah. but three and four over the last, you know, three out of four, mm-hmm. and if you got four games left, and if he wins, I personally think if he wins three out of four, this team's going to the playoffs. I don't I, I see, think so. yeah. and that has to include a win over Tampa Bay. That's yeah, non-negotiable. That can't be your loss because I think at that point you don't make it. Right, but I mean, if he makes the playoffs, I think. I don't see how you cannot hire him to yeah. be the next head coach. Uh, if he if he just misses out, then I think there's you know you we would have have to have the conversation. But so far so good. He's really he's done a great job. He's made me a believer. I I didn't think that that he was ever going to be a head coach again. Honestly, me neither. I I think also if we don't hire him here, I think 
again, as long as he does well, the mm-hmm. final four games, I, if he goes home in four, obviously this conversation is null and void. He's gone. Sure. Sure. But I also see other teams interviewing him. I think he's earned respect throughout the league of being able to take over a team. I mean, he was the D-backs coach yeah. here. Like, he wasn't even a defensive coordinator. He, he was a D-backs coach. That's kind of how far his star had fallen from Arizona. So, yeah. I mean, at the very least, he's probably earning a D.C. job somewhere, if, if not here, if not head coaching here. So, uh, you know, the star on the rise for Steve Wilkes for sure. Uh, I hope that it is here because that means good things have happened the rest of the <laughs> season, right? <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk so, uh, real quick. Let's look at the mm-hmm. uh, PFF grades for last week. Uh, we're going to start with the offense. We're going to do the top five, bottom five. Uh, I'll do the offense. Jerry can do the defense. So offense number one, LaVisca Chenault. 21 total snaps with an 88.2 grade. Uh, I think this is the first time he's been on top of the PFF he, mountain. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So, uh, I uh, think maybe he did it uh, the one time where he scored oh, a touchdown. Oh, where he had like two snaps. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he had like 90 yards and a touchdown. Um well, you know, uh, this I think this is the first game where he caught a pass beyond 10 yards uh, in the mm-hmm. air. So there you go. That's, you know, do that. You get, you get the top of the PFF score. Uh, Raheem Blackshear is number two. 14 snaps for him, 88 or 81.1. Yep, Chuba well. Hubbard. Yeah, Chuba played Hubbard. Well. Uh, 22 <laughs> snaps, played well. 76. Uh, and I, what do you add? Uh, no, never mind. 24, 74 yards. 24 pass blocking grades for Chuba. Not great there, Chuba. Uh, areas to improve on for Chuba. Uh, number four, Ikeem Mekwanu. Nice to see him back in the top five after mm-hmm. a few weeks kind of hitting the bottom five. Uh, 73.3 for him. And then Bradley Bozeman, 69.4. So nice job by those guys. Uh, some work to some, some things to work on here for these next guys. Austin Corbett. This uh, 73 snaps, a 57.3. And you had DJ Moore with a 47.2. Now, how much of that was DJ being hurt? You know, in the, in the kind of the second half of the game? I don't know. I, I always, I, DJ Moore, I give a pass. If he's yeah. up down here, you never know. If we have bad quarterback play. We, you never yeah. know if it's really him or if it's everything else going on. True. And he had 70 total snaps and 39 of those were run blocked. So he was not involved in the passing game at all. No. Uh, Steven Sullivan, 45.9. Tommy Trimble, our, our tight ends, coming in at the bottom again, 43.9. And then Cam Irving, uh, 14 snaps with a 41. Yeah, and Cam Irving likes to play that. They like to put him as that extra tackle on that yeah. huge Chenault run around the backfield and sc- fakes or screen to him. Yeah. So anything he gives us, honestly, is a plus because otherwise he's just sitting on the bench. So. Yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> I mean, they use him as an extra blocker. I mean, yeah, and that's fine. Cam Irving, an extra blocker. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. ten run blocks. So that's and he and and Cam Irving did have a seventy-two score as a pass blocker. So yeah, only one snap as a pass or three snaps as a pass blocker, but still. All right, tell us about the defense, Jerry. Defense. J.C. Horn, number one, not shocking. He jumped out on the field, uh, 84.1. Number two, Frankie Louvu, another not surprise. I mean, another guy who jumped out on the field, uh, 78.2. Shaq Thompson, 
Glad to see you back. 77.8. And he looked like it too, by the way. He had a really good game. I would say, honestly, all the top five, except for this next guy, really (laughs) looked, showed out. Next guy is Bravion Roy, only 11 snaps. So that's why I didn't say that because I didn't really see him. No hate against Bravion Roy. He just didn't play enough. Yeah. But C.J. Henderson, I felt like he played well, and I felt like you saw it too. You Mm -hmm. didn't see big chunks given up like he's known to do. 74.1. Now the bottom five. Marquise Haynes. Ugh. 46.5. Tackles was his best, but his pass was was only 55.3, and that's what we've been banking on for him. Yeah, and he had 23 snaps. 16 of them were pass rush snaps, so not great. Marquise Monica, not great. Uh, Another... You know, Meow Mix's favorite for me, at least, is Brandon mm-hmm. Smith is next. Only nine snaps, but still only a 41. Yeah. I, I would love to see him get more play. I really think that he's a guy that could become something. I agree. Uh, Miles Hartsfield, this is not a good sign. 54 <laughs> snaps, 36.4. Ooh. Yeah. 27 tackling. I don't know how you get a 27 tackling. I mean, I feel like I could go out there and get a 27-22 tackling by just, like, jumping in front of them and trying to hit their feet to make yeah. them trip. All you have to do is not tackle anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I could easily go out there and not tackle anybody. <laughs> uh, I could make it look like I was sort of trying. Another, this next one's a surprise. Yeah, Derek Brown having a great season, but 32? Yeah. And that's weird because his defense is 32, but the rest of his scores are good. Like, run defense, 62.3, which is not great, but it's okay. 65.9 for a tackling and 50.2 for pass rush. I mean, where is he? Well, it's not an average, so it's... Yeah, it's just We need to have somebody from PFF on one day so we can... Figure out how they come up with this stuff. Like, like those stats, yes, it was not a good Derrick Brown game. But to be 32 seems weird to me for 50 low. snaps. Yeah. yeah. And then number, coming in last, TJ Carey, cornerback, 20 snaps, 29.7. And he was really bad in coverage. And that makes sense. 29.8 yeah. in coverage. Okay. Yeah, you, you didn't good, do good. And that was okay. a guy who people said that could end up starting here. Steve Wilkes said that. So. And he still could. <laughs> you never know. You given never our injury, injury luck this season. All right. Uh, well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about Pittsburgh. We don't have a break this week. So we are back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just needed to, I needed to take a quick break there. i needed to catch my breath (laughs) all right well it is my turn for trivia this week and i've got two questions for jerry one of them i know he's not gonna know the other one could be interesting we'll see david tepper as you know came from the pittsburgh area Mm -hmm. he actually has a business school in pittsburgh that is named after him Oh, I did not know that. What college? <laughs> what college has that business school, Jerry? And I'm gonna give you four options here. Okay, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a chance. Pitt, Duquesne, Robert Morris, Carnegie Mellon. Well, I know he went to Pitt, so I'm gonna go Pitt. Okay, it's Carnegie Mellon. Okay, Carnegie Mellon University 
as a business school named for David Tepper. All right. Because yeah. he wanted Kenny Pickett because he was an alumni and everything. I yes. remember all that. Yes. That, that jazz from the draft. The first, uh, second question here. The first Carolina Panthers Pittsburgh Steelers game oh. was, huh? I said, whoa, going back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, going back to, actually, okay. Uh, December 22nd, 1996. Okay. Panthers won 18 to 14. Since then, we've played the Pittsburgh Steelers six additional times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So seven games total. What is the Panthers' all-time record against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Three and three. I gave you the only win the Panthers have ever had wow. against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They start off one and zero, and they are now one and six. Okay. One and six. Yeah. Hey, hey! Last week we were four and ten against uh, Seattle. Now we're five and ten. Let's let's keep this streak alive. <laughs> five of the seven games have all come in December. As well, hmm. kind of interesting. That is uh, really interesting. Yep. And then this one's in December, and the other two are September and November. So uh, let's get that second win. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the last time we played Pittsburgh, we got beat fifty-two to twenty-one. And that was the Cam Newton injured shoulder career. That was the game. Toilet game. Yeah. That was that's the that's the start of the crash. That that was the injury that I feel like ended his career. This is the first time we played them since then. That feels feels like such a long time ago. Well, for us, it's been about seven quarterbacks. So. <laughs> Three head coaches, four head coaches. If you count Perry Fuel, seven. Co- yeah, Jesus. That's just this year too. All right. And, um, and, and meanwhile, meanwhile, Pittsburgh fans are like one quarterback, I guess. Same coach. Trubisky. Trubisky's. All right. Uh, let's talk about injuries. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Panthers. Brandon Smith, the only player. Actually, nope. Need to scroll down a little bit. So Brandon Smith, linebacker, <laughs> did not practice today. Uh, Taylor Moten and Deontay Foreman did not practice today, but those were for rest. So and, really, and, the only player that didn't practice because of injury was Brandon Smith today. And Deontay Foreman, you lay up in that ice bath. You deserve it, man. Yeah. I know you didn't have the greatest game last Sunday, but you were already banged up. Uh, we need you healthy, man. Take the take the rest of the week off. We'll see yeah. you Saturday. Come back Saturday. Uh, I didn't even know this person was on the team. Joel Iwigabuganuni. Good job, because that would be the best way I could say it, too. <laughs> Honestly, I did not I did not know that person was on our team. No, I'm, I'm looks, not even like sure looking at this that he is on the team. He's uh, wearing like, a Seahawks jersey. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, comment below if you... <laughs> if you knew that this guy was on I, the team, it usually worked good on keeping up on signings and everything. I know. But like that, Joel, I, seriously, look at I-Y- the injury. I-E-G-B-U-N-I-W-E. Okay. Maybe we're stupid, and, and this has been the big news of the week, but I did not know this guy was on the team. No. Uh, he's out with a shoulder injury or a limited practice with a shoulder injury. Uh, Corey Littleton, limited practice. DJ Moore, full practice, as we mentioned. LaVisca Chenault, limited practice, and Xavier Woods, limited practice. Oh, uh, I forgot to do in the news, Davion Nixon was released again. 
That's right. Yeah. Well, you only get one news segment if you're released once. You don't get a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Kenny Pickett, concussion, limited practice. Limited practice is good. He's moving through the protocol. protocol. I heard he got two concussions in a couple weeks, though, that, that they probably would not let him yeah. play. I would hope, and, and for I would his hope sake, they shut I him down for the don't. season. Yeah, yeah. for his sake, right. Um, he has been. He's looked pretty good in his yeah. first season, honestly. Uh, I, did, I wasn't sold on him. I think neither one of us were. Yeah. But I agree. He's looked good. I think you just, you can't rush him back from a concussion, two concussions. Like Not two, yeah. Especially, especially when it's a losing season for you. For the yeah. first time in Tomlin's career, just, just bite the bullet. I mean, what an incredible run the Steelers had, though, you know? I mean, they, they, I, I don't understand the Steeler fans who want him out because as someone here, I would love to take him. I would take Good him in a heartbeat. Lord. I mean, yeah. I, I, I would think what teams wouldn't other than maybe the Patriots? I don't know. He's better I mean, than – I think he's a top two or three coach in the league. Yeah. He's great. Uh, Cameron Sutton with a neck limited practice. The rest of these guys did not practice. Najee Harris, mm-hmm. who I think is – I mean, he's been banged up most of the year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Wednesday's a normal off day for him. Uh, uh, like, I really hope he is not going to play because I feel like he. They run their offense through him, and rightfully so. But he has played every game. It's like I, when I'm looking he, at stats. Is he as good? He's averaging less than four yards a rush this this season, I believe. I looked a, a few weeks ago. Um, but would you have he's got a Mitchell Trubisky throwing? I mean, what? Well, that was only this week, though. Well, in the first few weeks of the season. He's first had, three? Yeah. Four. I mean, sure. that the, the situation isn't great for him, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about him. I think he's okay. Miles Jack did not practice. Pat Fryermuth, their tight end, did not practice. And Larry Ogbenjoni did not Ogunjobi. practice. Ogunjobi. Come on, Char- Charlotte, hey, Charlotte, Univer- Charlotte University alum. Oh, that's alum. the guy, UNCC guy. That's yeah, right. they have a couple of them. I'm about yeah. to bring one up here in a little bit in key matchups. They named him. They named the stadium after him, I believe. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, rookie, mm-hmm. one of the guys that I desperately wanted the Panthers to draft. He's a good tight. He, he's solid tight end. He's playing well. He's playing yeah. really well. He was the guy. He was my top of my list that I wanted us to draft this season, and we didn't. But uh, that's okay. Uh, the Panthers are two and a half point favorites. Jerry, how long has First, it been since we've been a favorite? Week four. Week four against uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, that's, that's which I that's think we what... were kind of surprised about. Yeah, but uh, yeah. although they should have been um, over under thirty eight and a half. That feels low to me, honestly. It's gone down. It was, I think, at 42, and it's gone down a lot. I don't know if it's Kenny Pickett's concussion or what it is, but it has gone down a good bit, significant amount. Too many people betting the under. That's that's why it's gone down. Yes, obviously. I mean, I could see maybe they're thinking Pittsburgh doesn't score a lot of points in this game. The Panthers' offense has looked very good the last couple of weeks. So. Hey, we're uh, scoring over 20 points, guys. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. The first of the season, we weren't coming close to that. Yeah. I mean, and Pittsburgh has a good defense. 
Mm-hmm. But they're not like a historically good defense. They're, they're not going to be able to slow down this attack. Sam Darnold? Ian Thomas? Do we need Chuba to come up Hubbard? with a Sam Darnold nickname? <laughs> like Sam Airmail Darnold or something? Like, hey, anybody in YouTube or, you know, listening on podcasts, email us at MeowMixMailBag. Come up with your great nickname for Sam Darnold for throwing the bottle, even though he'll probably only throw for 175 yards. Hey, you know what? If no He's been throwing the ball okay this season in two games. And, you know, last season he went 3-0 in his first three starts. Maybe this year he'll go 3-0 in his first three starts. Oh, yeah. I, I hope he does better than that in the, his starts this year because that, yeah. you know. But it like would be I said, good four start. games left. Four <laughs> games left. Four games left, yep. Three and one, three and one is my my fingers crossed, and that win win against that Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think we can get this division. Well, let us talk about how we need to get that started, Jerry. Give us some key matchups and things the Panthers need to do to win this game. Okay, speaking of Darnold, we need to protect him. Darnold has a tendency to turn the ball over. You know it. I know you don't it. Don't say. Every team in the NFL knows it. And Pittsburgh has some pass rushers on them. TJ Watt, only two and a half sacks this year, but another Charlotte University alumni, Alex Highsmith, has 10. They're going to actually have to probably pay him or let him walk. He's going to be a, probably one of the top-tier edge rushers coming out. Mm. But seriously, and then they have Cameron Hayward. Again, this defense is... They ha- they're not as dominant as they have been in the past, but they're still good, and you need to protect Darnold because if you if they can frazzle Darnold, we've seen it before. He chokes. He chokes when mm-hmm. he gets hit too much. He he just starts doing those stupid passes where he overthrows a receiver. He just chucks the ball because he's about he to panics. get hit. Yeah. yeah. So protect him because Pittsburgh Steelers can make Darnold panic and make errors well the stat came out well i saw the stat at least today where last week he held the ball for 3.8 seconds before throwing yeah which is an eternity in the That's NFL. So, i mean thankfully the pass blocking on this team has been night and day from last year yeah. so that's lucky because if sam Darnold's gonna throw the hold the ball that long he's gonna get sacked Seven out of ten times most weeks. Mm-hmm. It's that's that's actually a, a very amazing stat. Now Sam does move around pretty well, good in the pocket, better yeah. than Baker Mayfield, who moved when he didn't need to and ended up moving into sacks half the time. But I think Sam's okay in the pocket. Um, also, Steve Wilkes wants him to run the ball. He wants uh, I want Sam them to Darnold run the ball. Run. No, he wants Sam Darnold to run the ball. Oh. He says he's fast. And when he sees the openings, he should go. Oh, when he sees the openings. I'm okay right. with that. That's I not like with not like Cam Newton power run or okay. Jalen Hurts or I, something I like that. I was going to I was when you yeah. said it like that, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Like I well, don't yeah, want saying, designed runs all the no, time. No, I don't want designed runs. Like no. I like a bootleg every once in a while where you give him the run pass option because I agree. He he has some speed. He's not an elite runner, but he mm-hmm. has some speed. He has some moves that you can get down. I mean, 20, 30 yards last week. That, yeah. 
I remember you I know, joke, called him wheels at the beginning of last season because it seemed yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. He had five rushing touchdowns in the first, what, three games or something yeah. last season. He, uh, he's he got that ability. Um, I love bootlegs, by the way. Our offense is the perfect bootleg offense. We want to run the ball 40 times. You're going to get two or three plenty wide open bootlegs. Well, the, the problem is we only do the same bootleg every time, and it's that tight end <laughs> leak that Ian Thomas, so... Yeah. Why why have they not like switched that tight end spot with a wide receiver of LaVisca Chenault and have him run that route? I have yet to figure because it out. Then because then he'd have to run a route, Jerry. Because I am sorry, but LaVisca <laughs> Chenault in that route could probably do a lot more damage than Ian Thomas. But he'd have to run a route. Yeah. Heaven forbid. Right. What's our next what's our next uh key? Nothing, because I paused it because we have two minutes left. Oh shit! Okay. So, so I I just I I saw the wind down and I stopped it right before the next segment or next. All right, one. perfect. See you in a sec. Okay. Hola. Hola. All right, I'll let you uh, bring us back. And speaking of Sam Darnold running the ball, another key thing that this team needs to do is just run the ball. Run the ball. Steelers give up 115 yards, middle of the pack, 15. Panthers win with running the ball, controlling the clock. I know they have a great coach. He's going to know that we want to run the ball. He's mentioned it in his press conferences. But you know what? You still have to stop the run, and you have to run the ball. It's just, it's, it, it, that's what this team is built on now with Steve Wilkes. It has an its identity. Stick to it. Don't get fancy and cute. Yeah, agreed. Um, we've got the players to do it. I feel like our that's the one thing that – Maybe Ben McAdoo's scheme is good for is running the ball. Mm-hmm. It seems like they the offensive line is great at creating holes. Um, by the way, who, Steve Wilkes, whoever the next coach is, let's keep these guys around. Some of these really good uh, you know coordinators that we have, as assistant coaches, we need to keep them around. Um, James Campin, yeah. hello, probably my uh, yeah. my coach of the year, if not Steve Wilkes. I mean, yeah, Campin is amazing. Tabor's been great. I mean. It's just been great all around, but um, I 100% agree. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what else to add to it. So, yeah, I, they need and, to run the ball, and they're good at running the ball. And when they and, run the ball well, they win. And, and that's what I was saying earlier. I was like, when I was doing keep matchups, I was like, you have to basically do what you've been doing. Yeah. You have to go with your identity, run the ball, control the clock, keep keep the ball out of Darnold's hand, make sure he doesn't t- commit turnovers. You know what else you need to do? You need need to rattle the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett's probably not going to play this week. 
you're probably going to see Mason Rudolph or Trubisky. Supposedly, they're splitting reps in camp or in practice, which is interesting in my opinion. Huh. So, it, either way, I don't, I don't fear Rudolph or Trubisky. You get to them, they'll turn the ball over in my opinion. You get to them, you rattle them, you make them rush their throws. J.C. Horn can have another great game. C.J. Henderson can have another great game. Frankie Louvu, Brian Burns, I feel like you could have a great game. Yeah, I hear Rudolph um, is kind of like a lone wolf in the locker room. Like nobody wants to be around him. Really? Uh, they won't let. It, yeah, they won't let him play uh, in their reindeer games. They're just really rude to him. Oh, um, is it because of his red nose? Maybe I think I don't. Yeah, I mean, even Sam, even even Tomlin was kind of a dick to him at one point <laughs> until he needed him, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> little Christmas humor. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know where you're going with that. I was. Like, I saw I your face. I was like, when's he gonna? <laughs> when's he gonna get it? When's he gonna get it? <laughs> and then I was worried, like maybe he won't get it. I don't know how many more Rudolph facts I have. <laughs> All right. Um, beer bet of the week. Uh, I, I I have an idea. Okay. We tried to do this one week and it and it didn't work. Um, Chuba Hubbard versus Deontay Ooh. Foreman rushing yards Ooh. or total yards. Let's go total yards. Well, Deontay Foreman, Chuba Hubbard. I, I will still. I'm gonna stick with my boy, the battering okay. ram Foreman. Okay, uh, I'll take Chuba. I think. I, um, I think the passing yards he has a really good chance of winning. Yeah, I think. I think that's where he would win it. Um, I think the snap, it's probably going to be like a 60-40 split between the two of them uh, on the field with, you know, Foreman getting the most. So I wouldn't bet touchdowns, but I think Chuba could, he'd have a long, a long catch or two. Get that one. Okay. All right. Predictions. Predictions. Bold predictions. Uh, uh, I guess we know, I'll go ahead and let Jerry go because we know what his is going to be. All right, I'm about to give up on Terrace Marshall here, but Terrace Marshall <laughs> Jr. 100 yards. I really thought we were to get to it by now. I really did. <laughs> no, this is going the whole season, man. Maybe in the next season. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope he gets 100 yards in a preseason game or something. <laughs> um, all right, my bold prediction. Uh, you know what? Brian Burns did not have a very good game last week. Mm-hmm. I think he bounces back. I'm taking your boy. I'm going with Brian Burns. Three sacks in this game. Oh. Going to have a career day. Good. I like gonna that. Go ahead. I think he needs three sacks to to either beat or tie the single-season Panthers record. Uh, I think he needs five right now because he got that half, and I think it was five and a half. Oh, or five 15 and a half. Okay. 15 and yeah, a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, he needs, uh, he needs three and a half. So I think he gets he gets close. I think he gets right there, and then next week he breaks it. But yeah, Brian Burns. Oh, I would I would love that. I would love that for. I know him. you would. I know you would, and then you'd be upset that that wasn't your bold prediction, because he's your boy. He is my boy. <laughs> All right, <laughs> game predictions. I'm gonna make you go first on this one as well. Guys, I hate to do this. You're gonna jinx. But it's another path their victory, 27-17. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I respect the Steelers. I respect Tomlin. I don't think they're a bad team, but their offense is struggling. I don't, 
I don't see Mason Rudolph. I don't see them coming out of it this week. This Panthers defense, this Panthers whole team has been playing on another level the past few weeks, and I think it continues. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I even like that that score range. I'm going to go 24-17 Panthers. Um, I think it's a touchdown game like you. Honestly, I would have chosen 27 if you wouldn't have chosen it. So, yeah, uh, I think that's I think that's about right. So, you want to know what's funny about both of our predictions that we picked 17? Yeah. When I was looking at their score, their average points per game is 17 something, like 17.3. Oh, is it? And I was just that, like I did not And know I was that. like I really see that 17. I could see that. I mean, that. that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. You know, but, even if it is I don't think it matters who plays quarterback. I think Pickett is better, but I, I don't know that their offense is better. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense with him? I, I get it. I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I just Deontay Johnson. I don't know if J.C. Horn will follow him or Pickens. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I think they have two decent receivers. But again, I think they have two pretty. I mean, I think Deontay Johnson is very good. And uh, Pickett's getting or Pickens is getting there. Yeah, I think Pickens will be good yeah. eventually. I don't necessarily know if he's good now. I'll be interested who they have J.C. Horn on. I would assume Johnson, but I heard that they may want him on the bigger receiver because he's a bigger cornerback. But C.J. Henderson's mm. a big guy too, and I would prefer J.C. on more of the number one guy because yeah, C.J. is I mean, prone they've, to they've... get burned. Yeah, but both of those guys have been the number one guy at various points of this year. Uh, and Pickens has come on a lot, really, since Pickett took over at quarterback. Mm. Um, so that could be interesting to watch if Trubisky is the quarterback, how much is Pickens in- involved? Because he wasn't yeah. really when Trubisky was at the beginning of the year. So uh should be interesting. All right. Well, let's look at the other NFC South games. Unless you have anything else on this one. While I look up the other ones. I do not have that much on this game. I just, I respect the Steelers. I just, I, we need this win, guys. Like I said, we have yeah. to win three out of four, in my opinion. To now, uh, what, what's the fun in predicting a loss in a game we it, really need to win? And I, th- I don't think this game is out of the realm of possibility of a loss. But, mm-hmm. again, I, they're well coached. I mean, that is something that this season has shown over and over with well-coached teams can win with less talent. I mean, look at Pete Carroll. I mean, in the Seattle Seahawks, yes, we beat them and smacked the crap out of them last week, which was fun. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they've been winning because of good coaching and being able to play within themselves, knowing who what their players have and being able to scheme to around that. So. Agreed. Uh, all right, well, we'll see what happens uh, in the rest of the NFC South. By the way, we have third uh, Saturday games this week. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a triple header too. Yeah, oh, my Colts, wife's gonna hate Colts, me. Colts, Vikings, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins, Bills. Ooh, that's a spicy night game. Dolphins, Bills. <laughs> that that'll be fun. Um, really looking forward to that. Okay, uh, Falcons, Saints, divisional game. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, go you know Saints! We, go Saints! Go Saints! Yeah, absolutely. And this I one, mean, because um, all that does Falcons, is kind of yeah. 
That helps Shrink us. them. Let the Falcons no longer be tied mm-hmm. record-wise with us. So, yeah, let's go Saints. Falcons are 1-5 away from home, and that is in New Orleans. So, it could happen. Uh, the other game, Pan- uh, excuse me, the Bengals versus the Buccaneers. Yeah! That's a good game for us because it- I don't see the Bucks staying in that one. I would love if Cincinnati throttles them, like mm-hmm. San Fran. I want, I want to break their spirits. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like yeah. they could li- literally lose their spirits. Tom well, Brady they... won't lose his spirit, but the rest of the team can. Cincinnati broke my spirit a few weeks back. I mean, they, they yeah, yeah, you know, destroyed yes. us, and that's Cincinnati. where we thought the season was over. Yeah, really, I did. Uh, so yeah, they've got that. Op- they got that uh, ability, especially against NFC South teams. So, go Bengals. <laughs> go Bengals. Go Joe Burrow. Go, go light them up. Go break their spirit. Yes. Give us a Christmas gift. That's right. And they've played well lately. I, honestly, they've been great. They've won since five that in a first row, quarter. Or, like oh, everybody they started off. They're... They started off zero and two. And then they won two, and then they lost one. So they were three and two, and they've won seven out of eight, or six out of seven since. Seven I out mean, of eight. yeah, yeah. Playing they're great. now Playing they're great. they're now on the roll where I I would not be shocked if they repeated in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and their only loss in the last eight was that first game without Jamar Chase. Yeah, and yeah, they they didn't have that. They didn't have a problem with that against us. <laughs> so yeah, they uh, throttled us. They did. Yep. All right, Jerry. That's going to do it. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. And please send in – I want to hear some great Sam Darnold nicknames, people. I really do – We've got four more games. I want to call them something fun for the next four weeks. Over under six scam Darnolds. Okay, we, we're thinking positive, guys. <laughs> we're thinking positive. Even if it is slightly a joke, like air mail or something like that, I would prefer That was not fun- positive. <laughs> air mail Darnold. That is not a positive. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back on Sunday after the game. Uh, one o'clock game this week. Thank God. Uh, and until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.